Welcome to the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit, where badass women break through barriers and unlock their next level of success. Ranchelle Van Bryce is a dynamic force dedicated to helping women live their purpose and manifest success in all life facets, from professional achievements to creating a new relationship with their business as well as improved well-being. As a business intuitive, sacred commerce coach, author, and host of a podcast slash TV show, she excels in illuminating each woman's unique potential. Co-creator of this summit, Ranchelle is eager to introduce another inspirational guest. Take it away, Ranchelle. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us live or listening after my next guest. Super excited to also introduce Cassandra Crawley. Mayo, Cassandra, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule and being here with me today. I'm honored, absolutely honored to have you. So thank you. Thank you. We get to talk today about breaking through barriers to reach your full potential uh, before we dive into your story and have you share with us, um, please allow me the honor. And I always say it's an honor, everyone, to read people's bios. And so let's start with that. Uh, and so then we can kind of uh, dive in. So as okay. the first African-American woman of color in every position she held, Cassandra blazed a trail for women everywhere. With over three decades of experience in various positions, she must have been 10 when she was doing this, increasing to <laughs> vice president in corporate America. She's inspired countless women to overcome their limiting beliefs and achieve success on their own terms. As she coins it, living your best life. Throughout her journey, Cassandra has faced her own share of challenges and setbacks, but she never let those obstacles define her. Instead, she used them as opportunities to grow, learn, and serve. Drawing on her own experiences, she provides a practical, actionable advice that women can use to transform their lives and achieve their goals. Again, Cassandra, thank you so much for being here. And I would love for you to share your story. Uh, how did you go from corporate America to where you are now? Or any other story that you want to share with us? Okay, great. Thanks. Well, this is my this is my story, and I am going to stick with this. You know, <laughs> when I was 10, <laughs> as you indicated, I was extremely ambitious. I had I was so courageous. I could do anything. If they told me to run a hotel, I'm like, sure, I can do that. If they told me to present in front of the room, like, absolutely, I can do that. If they told me to be in charge of a project, I could do it. I was just like, I was just so gung-ho, had so much zeal. And then as time moved on, I think I, I want to call this a, a disruption. And there's a scripture in the Bible that I would love to quote. And it's from 1 Corinthians 3, uh, ch chapter 13, 11. And it says, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. And I also thought as a child. I also understood as a child, but when I grew up, I put childish things away. And I quote that because there were certain things about being a child that I wish I didn't store away. For example, I wish I could, could think like I did as a, as a child. I wish that I would just be gung-ho about what's happening, what life has given, handed over to me. I wish that I could just speak as a child. So there were certain things being a child 
that I love because I had no fear. I had no self-imposed barriers. I had none of that. And then all of a sudden, I started having those things. And I attested to life experiences, uh, limiting beliefs. I had self-imposed barriers, for example, like I had this fear you know, even though I would present and it was used to presenting, I had a fear. I didn't think that I was good at it. I didn't think I was worthy by being the only African-American female. In some instances, the only African-American at the board in the boardroom. Yeah. I was definitely uh, experienced what I call imposter syndrome. You know, I'd speak up and they look at me like I'd, I was speaking in a different language. And then one of them would speak up and they said the same thing I said, just a little differently. And with that, they were like, oh, yeah, I agree with that. So there were just a lot of things that happened in my life that was that presented me as being a fraud. Um, I sabotaged myself. So things were just really, really hectic for me. And then all of a sudden I got to a point in time where I was just becoming sick and tired just sick and tired of not being my true self. And that's what started the whole gamut for me being from corporate America to where I am today. Oh, I love that. And anyone, I'm, um, I always make the assumption that everyone has, has experienced imposter syndrome. And of course, uh, really shouldn't make those kinds of assumptions. So for those of you who, like me, have felt imposter syndrome and, and like Cassandra put in there, you know, yeah, absolutely. You can relate to the imposter syndrome. And even your story, Cassandra, about, you know, speaking and someone would, you would speak up and then someone else would say something and it resonated, whatever, however they said it with maybe a slight change. Um, uh, can anyone else relate to that? I certainly can relate to that. And then the questioning of, is there, you know, for me, it would have been, there's something horribly wrong with me because I can't get my point across and I must not be a great communicator and all of those things that, yeah, we've got Cynthia can say, I can relate and, and, uh, uh biz coach Claire, right. Totally resonates. <laughs> Diane, hell yes. Right. Absolutely. And so, uh, you know, I think um, the greatest thing about when we share our stories is we start to uh, start to see and people can see that we're not alone. Yeah, we really are in this um, in this together. And so, you know, you're talking about today about breaking through barriers to reach your full potential. And so I would love for you to share some of those key points that you brought with you to share with the audience of, you know, how, how do you how do you do that? Where do you start? Like what um, what do you want to share with us now? Well, one of the things is um, I had gotten to a point where I said I wanted to be my true self. And one of the things I really wanted to do was write a book. Mm -hmm. And this book has been in my heart, I can say 15 plus years. That's when I was very, very young now. <laughs> and it was just something about it that I could, I was stuck. I could not move the lever. I was just who would want to read my book? Why, why do I want to write a book? I don't want to be exposed. I don't want people to know who I am, what I've done. I don't, it's just, it was just so many things that were coming through my mind. And then I realized that I was in my way. And so because of that, the title of my book is, Is Your Way in Your Way? And <laughs> I realized too, that everything I needed, I had within myself. And it was just so tough to, to get it out. And then I was wondering, am I living my best life? That used to always resonate with me. So I would say, I would take a, a scale, let's say from one to 10. Yeah. 
yeah. and 10 being the highest as far as living your best life. And I told my, asked myself this, where would you rate yourself on your scale? And I was like at a five and sometimes mm -hmm. a four. And that did not sit well with me. And that's a question that I like to ask so many people that I come in contact. And I do ask my clients, where, where are you in living your best life? Because if you're living your best life, you're living your true potential. And mm -hmm. that to me was extremely, extremely important. And then on top of that, what really was helpful is I was just reading and I read about a hospice nurse by the name of Bonnie Ware. And Bonnie Ware started interviewing people that were transitioning. And mm -hmm. she asked them, did they ever had, have any regrets? Right. And there were five regrets, but two of them resonated with me. And one of them was, I wish I could have been my true self was the one thing. And that kind of bothered me. And then the other one was, I wish I were happier. And when I read that, I was determined. It was like, I then made the decision that I don't want to die like that. I want my cup full. I yeah. don't want to be in the richest place in the world, which we call the graveyard. That's what so many unmet dreams are. So <laughs> I decided that I, with, without a doubt, I was going to do this book. I was going to move forward. And that, and because of that, the book was done. It didn't matter how long it took. What mattered to me that it got done. Yeah. So it's all about making a decision, being sick and tired of not wanting to be on a scale of a four or five. And if there were times I was one. I'm like, I, I want to be at a nine. I want to be at a 10. And that won't be all the time, but a majority of the time. And that's what I was looking forward to. And that's what I'm that's where I am today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a great, you know, I talk about uh, asking ourselves to be radically honest with ourselves. And that particular question, you know, where am I at on that scale? Um, you know, as you were asking, you know, there are certain areas of my life, I'm like, it was that really high. And then there's like, one or two areas of my life? I'm like, ooh, that makes me super uncomfortable, Cassandra, because it's I, it's not, you know, not letting my my full potential in different pieces, right? So yeah, Adrienne says owning it, right? Let's own it. I think that also is, is, is the key. So what I hear you saying is, is, um, you know, asking yourself this question, and then you made a decision. So your first point is, you know, ask this question and then make the decision. Exactly. Yeah. And the second point is, what does your best life look like? You know, if you ask that question to people, they're not quite sure. You know, they're like, well, I'm, well, um, get married, uh, have a home. I'm like, okay, well, what else? I mean, what are some of the things all said and done when it's time for you to transition? And you say, well, did you say that I lived my life well? Are you okay with that? Are you living your ordained purpose? Because when you do, you have more meaning in your life. You have more fulfillment in your life. And that's why I say, you know, when you're living to your true potential, because you feel good, you feel good about getting out the bed and moving forward. So that's, that was my number two was that as well. And also to make sure your values align with what you want to do is another way to determine whether um, you're in that direction. But the key is, it's like, determine what the, your best life looks like. And that's, that's, that's key. Yeah. So we're, we're going to determine what our best life looks like. And I think as well, that's something that we don't, um, you know, in the world of coaching, and I know we have a lot of coaches on here, you know, we talk about visualizing and imagining, but add, adding that key component to it, like, what does the best look like? What does my best life look like? 
mm-hmm. um, you know, is a little bit different. But I also want to touch on you saying something really important, which is ensuring that your values align. And again, I think that too is, is overlooked a lot of times. You know, when I first, I did a value exercise when I owned the Curves franchises. And, and at that time, I was really um, discontent. Uh, I would say unhappy, but I felt I felt discontent. And when I did the values exercise, what came up for me was that my family was uh, was a number one uh, in my values and I uh, wasn't spending a lot of time with my family. <laughs> so I thought, no wonder I'm so discontent, disconnected, uh, mm-hmm. unhappy is this is I say I say this is a value and really I'm not I'm not behaving that I'm not living my best life. Exactly. Uh, because I'm away from my family. And although I was home every night, like I'd made the commitment to my kids to be home every night, I was still gone during the day. And, um, you know, so when we do that values assessment, I think that's huge as well. So thank you for, you know, making, um, pointing that out for everyone, right, to like, to to do that, to do a check-in, right, to see if that's where we're at. So please go on. Yeah. And, you know, and one of my values are to empower empower women to to mitigate those barriers so that they can start living their best life. And being in corporate, I was a mentor. And particularly because of me being the only, a lot of people gravitated to me. They were curious. Well, how do you do this? Well, well, um, how did you overcome this? And it's all based on experience. And although, you know, I always say, we are who we are a lot of times based on our childhood. So mm-hmm. I had to take a deep dive and you want to go to a self-discovery mode. You want mm-hmm. to understand why you are like you are. And that to me can release you from a whole lot of things and understanding the cultures that you work in, understanding the politics, which to me is part of the culture that you're working in and, you know, kind of talk to them through that and, so what I'm doing now is basically my niche. You know, I'm just loving this. And I, I didn't spend time with family, period. I may have been there, but mentally I wasn't there. I was right. trying to prove that I could do this job where others were wondering whether I would be successful or not. So I was in a prove mode. That was a self-imposed barrier. I was in a uh, what I would call um, a mask, a figurative mask. I could not be who I really was. I could not wear my colorful outfits like I like. I had to always have suits on, you know, things of that nature. So I would see that I was definitely a trailblazer in many of those instances and open the doors for others that look like me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I, and again, another point that I'd love the audience and I'm sure that they've heard it, but to, I guess, to reiterate is self-imposed barriers. You've been really clear about the, about overcoming the challenges and you're being a, a trailblazer and um and not once have I heard you it was their fault it was this it was that it was like self-imposed barriers moving through those uh but first being an awareness of the self-imposed um, imposed barriers and so um, I would love for you before we go on to share with the group because uh, every um, every speaker for those of you who don't know every speaker has has offered a gift to all of the participants. And so, and then a VIP uh, for the VIP ticket holders. And so your gift is uh, something called what's your potential type? Yeah. What is that all about? I'm so intrigued. (laughs) Well, the potential type is 
a, a quiz that asks you different questions and depending on how you answer them will determine which avatar you are, what's your potential. For an example, one of the avatars is a trailblazer. You know, are you a trailblazer? Another one is, are you an overcomer? Um, another one is, are you a seeker? Or, and another one is intentional liver, not liver organ. Are you an intentional <laughs> liver? And with those, once you get your results, then you will get a report that explains your strengths, your opportunities, what's next for you. Um, and it's a pretty extensive report that you can read and determine where you are, what potential you are, and what are some of the recommendations for you based on your potential. Wow. I love quizzes like this. So I'm like, note to self, quiz. <laughs> I know what I'm doing tonight. Um, and, so, and then your your VIP gift is design your best life workshop. Yeah. And so I uh, would love for you to just explain to those. So our VIPers, remember you have, well, everyone has access to everything right away. And there's an opportunity for you to upgrade if you haven't upgraded to a VIP. Um, and so please, uh, before we, we uh, run out of time, could you share that, Cassandra? What's your VIP gift? Yes, the VIP packet is a 90-minute design your best best life workshop. And what we do is just go into deep exploring the self-discovery. We talk about your values. We talk about the accomplishments that you've made. You know, we discuss um, what does your best life look like? And then the alternative, the outcome from that is you create a vision board because you cannot move forward or design it unless you know what it is. So yeah. once we go through that exercise and you create your vision board, then from that point, then I have a six month, which is not in the VIP, but I have that as well, where I mentor women and we determine and set strategic st strategies on how to become that and also provide people with resources that will help them because it's important of who, who your influences are, you know, who are you surrounding yourself? Who are your people in your circle? You know, um, and then there's some instances where people may need to have therapy or may need a financial coach. So it's different things that will come out of that where it will enable you to get resources to help you to get to your best life. Yeah, thank you so much. And I think what's so important is, you know, my mentor told me years ago, the moment you say, I know that is the moment you should pause and revisit, <laughs> revisit it. And so, yeah. um, you know, I, I, and I say that because for a lot of us, we may think that we are, we have this set up that we know what our best life is. We have the vision board set up already. And I would encourage everyone um, to just take a moment and pause and if you're, if when the question Cassandra asked us, like, are we living our best life? If that wasn't a 10, then take her up on this beautiful, uh, both of these beautiful gifts. And because what it would look like for you if you were able to move into what your best life looks like. And so um, thanks so much. Uh, so I'm going to hand the mic back to you, Cassandra. And what else would you like us to, to share with us? We have a few more minutes. And so would love to hear more of from your, okay. from your wise self. Well, I encourage everyone to not wait to the end of life to find out that you've not lived because everybody on here, everybody has something that they're a purpose on what it is that they have to do. And a lot of people think about um, 
always ask, well, what's my purpose? But you know, it's interesting because many of them are doing their purpose now. It's no grandiose thing. There's no big purpose. There's no little purpose. You know, when you're going through trials and tribulations, that could lead you to your purpose, you know, so don't, don't fight it. So I just think everyone is deserving of success. You're deserving of joy. You're deserving of having a meaningful, meaningful life. And I want you to embrace Embrace your true self because guess what? You're not alone. It's interesting when I wrote my book, just the reviews where people were sharing that it, they were reading their story. And to me, that was like, wow, because I was afraid to tell my story because I thought it was just me going through that. I thought it was just me having um, inequality with, with salaries or it was just me with scars and resentments or, you know, losing a loved one. So all that was shared in the book. I know that that's a lot of people's story. So that's what made me feel really good. Mm, absolutely. Right. To know that we're, we're not alone is, is, uh, is, I mean, it is, I think that's one of the, the greatest, um, pieces for me in doing what I do is every time I, I sit with someone like yourself and I can relate and I think, oh God, so, so it's not just me <laughs> right? yeah. that's had this and, and I'm sure I'm not alone, uh, alone in that either. And so uh, fantastic. Thank you so much. Um, one of the questions I wanted to ask you, you know, is uh, when you're talking about this unlocking your barriers, uh, self-imposed barriers. And, and I know that we are, um, we're like 1221 here. So we're going to be, uh, we're going to be, Sarah's going to close us off here in a few minutes, but okay. <laughs> two minutes to end, she said, but one of the things, um, if you could give us one tip of how do you, how do you discover or uncover yourself, uh, your, your own barriers, your self-imposed barriers, I'm putting her on the spot, everyone, by the way. Right. Well, first of all, like I said, you become aware. You have to become aware. And if like, for example, I'm a perfectionist. So it'll take me all day to get a project done or it takes me all day to write a page for a book. And that's just ridiculous. And one of the things that I realized that I will get nothing done. And I also know I'm not perfect. And I think about accomplishments that I've done and how, and because I'm conscious of it, I make sure I don't work that long. I've, I always say I've done the best that I can on what I'm doing. And that way that helps me a whole lot to not just stick here, sit here and just work on something all day. A great example was this presentation today. I said, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can do this. I, why did I sign up for this? You know, it's like another speaker had mentioned the same thing. <laughs> right. You know, God was told me, just be who you are and just speak from your heart and be your true self and you'll be fine. So yeah. it's, it's not about, you know, just be you, who you were created to be because you are special. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, some of the comments here are, uh, Joseph said, you just helped me achieve my purpose to inspire mm -hmm. others with powerful words, perhaps. Thank you so much. Wendy's saying your message is powerful and validating. Thank you so much. Um, and uh, everyone's just talking about how powerful it is. And I think that's the piece of it is when we show up authentically, when we show up in our vulnerability, um, when we decide to unlock our own barriers, when we step forward, right, and make the decision. And, and you said this several times today, uh, you made the decision. You made the decision and then you took action. You made the decision and took action. I think that's a great message uh, for all of us. You know, as we end our session and our time together is, uh, you know, in my world, I always say belief is just a decision. 
And if you want a new belief, you just need to make a new decision. And so it's so inspiring, you know, Cassandra, to have you talk about living my best life. I'll, I'm probably going to personalize this. And the great uh, question that you asked, because I know there's room for improvement in my life. Anybody feel that? There's still room for me <laughs> to live my best life. Yes. And um, and I'm looking forward to taking advantage of your beautiful gifts. Thank you so much. So much appreciate you being here. Everyone, send her some love. Um, Thank and, you. Uh, so I can pass it on. Always room to improve. Right, Cynthia? There's always room to improve. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. And so thank you again. Thank you, everyone. And while you're here with us. And one last, we have like 10 seconds left, Cassandra, anything you want to share with us as the music ends? Well, the only thing I say is be your authentic self, because that makes change. When you're authentic, then that that moves hearts and minds. So just be who you were created to be. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Beautiful. Be your authentic self, because that's what you Thank you so right. much. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for joining Bye. us for another amazing session on the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit. Be sure to mark your calendars to join us in Hawaii from November 2nd through the 5th for our premier in-person experience. If you have any questions or want to apply to be a speaker at one of our upcoming events, email our team at breakthrough at clarityconfidenceconnection.com.